so glad you found this podcast. It's called Hearing as in Being Here Now. Yes, that was me singing. I'm a singer-songwriter, and you can find my music everywhere digitally, Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube, SoundCloud, anywhere you can find digital music, you'll find me. You can also find my music on amyloftus.com. And on amyloftus.com is a tab called Portal. So under portal, just click on that and you'll find lots of information on this podcast and another one that I did called Something Better. There are free downloads, there are videos, book recommendations, information on my coaching practice. There's lots to find there. So just go to amyloftus.com forward slash portal. I love hearing from you and I write back. My email is amy at amyloftus.com. I'm also on Telegram under Amy Loftus Projects and I'm on Instagram at I am Amy Loftus. If you enjoy this podcast, please share it. This is a grassroots passion project and your help means the world. Thank you for listening and hearing with me. Hey, welcome. This is Hearing and I'm Amy Loftus and I'm doing a part two episode of the episode, Your Marriage is a Form of Activism. I'm going to make that Your Marriage is a Form of Activism part one. This is your marriage is a form of activism part two because there are exceptions. And oftentimes these episodes just fly out and I trust them because I put myself in the presence of beauty. I put myself in the presence of source energy of God prior to recording through prayer and they just come out and then I post them and I trust it. And I've done that before. And so, um, that doesn't mean, though, that there doesn't come some more information later. It's like I open up the portal. And so actually, I was awake at some point in the middle of the night. And I was thinking about the exceptions. I was like, well, I, I certainly want to continue to be rational around what we're looking at here. Uh, because I certainly wouldn't want to uh, convince someone to stay married if it was making them physically sick, which is what Dr. Pat Allen always notes too in exceptions. Her bottom line, which I love and trust, is uh, the concept that I love myself more than I love this commitment if this commitment is harming me. And that's a good test. If you are if your commitment to that third entity, the marriage, is at a price that is so high that your health, wellness, and sanity vanishes, then it is no longer the entity that is connecting you to source, to God, and, and it is no longer an entity that is a healing force. Or a demonstration of God's love. It's it's very simple. So we have to be able to discern. And because so many people did discover that they were living within irrational, impossible 
standards as a result of what has happened since March of 2020, because that's true for so many. Uh, I, I just feel very compelled to present this case as well. Uh, because your love for yourself will be the form of activism if you are coming to an awakening around irrational standards that you have attached to in order to remain married or that you have served in order to remain married. So let's, let's hear it from this source, one of the sources that I've talked about since 2018 when it came out. Uh, Dr. Christian Northrup's book, Dodging Energy Vampires. So she quotes in on page 66 in this book, labels for the behavioral patterns of vampires include sociopaths, psychopaths, narcissists, borderline personalities, or people who are prone to antisocial behavior. But all of these personality types can be grouped under the term cluster B. The, diagnose, the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders, a publication of the American Psychiatric Association, notes that cluster B individuals are characterized by dramatic, overly emotional, or unpredictable thinking or behavior. This designation includes antisocial behavior, sociopathy, borderline personality disorder, histrionic personality disorder, and NPD, narcissistic personality disorder. That's the far extreme. However, it could just be that there's um, that you're dealing with someone who can't negotiate. And that's what Dr. Pat Allen points to when she refers to narcissistic behavior. It's someone who has not become conscious enough to be aware of their inner energies and to choose which one they're motivating from at any given time to choose which inner energy dominates and so therefore they're bombing you with both types of energy at any time, any time, you know, of their own choosing, irrationally, emotionally. And then that leads to an inability to negotiate. And so things are getting done through seduction, manipulation, threats, um, big sweeping, um, ultimatums and control as opposed to coming from conscious ownership of self conscious ownership of motivation from masculine or feminine inner energy and then negotiating with love. So because this situation that we find ourselves in is so polarizing and I'm not going to talk about one side or the other. I'm going to say that an inability to negotiate, signaling a narcissistic personality or some kind of personality disorder will use either side to get what they want through control and manipulation and seduction. So it's because here's the thing. These kinds of personalities, they don't actually hold high morals and they don't actually set wholesome standards. They just use standards that present themselves 
in order to get what they want. They use anything to get what they want. Anything. They'll even use their kids or their parents. So this, this is the exception. If you know you're in this and it's making you sick and you already know that emotionally, psychologically, mentally, spiritually, then your form of activism is to face that. It does not apply that my part one, episode one of this topic, it just doesn't apply to people who are sacrificing their health, well-being, wellness, and sanity. It, because in that case, the, the third entity that is marriage that you are serving if you're having to sacrifice yourself in order to serve it, it's not the same thing. It is no longer a demonstration of God's love. So there, there are exceptions. And your, your initial thing to remember is an inability to negotiate. And constant confusion is a tactic for people who have disordered dysfunctional personality issues threats, control, manipulation, seduction, confusion. The rules are always changing. There's hypocrisy. Use of, use of standards and limits in the culture as opposed to a commitment to common sense and sanity around what the culture is presenting. So, um, you know, this is so incredibly pervasive in our present moment, in our present day. It's so pervasive. And those of us who can see that, that this is being demonstrated, uh, we, we have to stand up. So if you saw this in your marriage and you left, that is, yes, your form of spiritual activism. And I validate that. Because what we have going on is, even on, uh, I just don't want to get into details, but, you know, when, when a person who is dealing with a cluster B is in personality is in survival, one of their survival skills to survive that cluster B personality is to stroke them, compliment them, blow sunshine where the sun don't shine. And we're seeing that on TV. And so many, of, so many of us who are witnessing the crumbling and dismantling of major systems that we have relied upon and trusted and gone to for information, wit, being able to witness the crumbling of those institutions without denial is very painful. 
It's very painful. But it is a clean pain if you place yourself in the presence of God and go through it and lean on your source to go through it. And if you are a person who's been doing that and seeing that in the culture, and then it has brought you to see that that very same dynamic is alive with your spouse and you take ownership for it and relocate, that is your spiritual activism. I think that that is really about it. Uh, I mean, if you, those people who who have listened and booked time with me know that I'm speaking from my experience and my own awareness of, uh, through experience of, um, this, this situation. I I just really don't want to go on too long, but I will tell you that I'm speaking from experience. I basically had one long relationship in my early adulthood and then I spent a decade alone and then I met, and then I met my husband and it on, it, it actually took me a decade to work through what I needed to work through in order to be in a relationship that was emotionally intimate that allowed for negotiation and by the way it's not perfect there's I'm still working out my stuff and so's he however core values we share core values and we take ownership for our own stuff so uh, it, it took me that long to stand on solid ground and to know the difference between someone who could negotiate and someone who couldn't because it's pretty hard to see. And, uh, I encountered, I've encountered situations that needed healing from the time that I was little. So all of that healing informed being able to see the difference and to discern and to simply share my experience with you, which may or may not resonate. So I, I, I guess I'm qualifying for you. Um, and, and I'm doing that in order to validate your ability to discern. Now, mine was not found and, and encountered without guidance. And I definitely encourage you to seek guidance. Seek guidance right now if you're in need. Um, and it is imperative that you interview the people that you are getting guidance from right now and to make sure that you share values with them because it's very obvious at this moment in time uh, what's going to be a match or not. Because if you can't agree on what's going on and what's being handled 
and what is true and what is false, then with, with a person that you're seeking guidance from, then you won't be able to trust their guidance. So in some ways, it's easier than it's ever been to discern who to trust. In some ways, not so much. But uh, so that's just, I, I'm sharing this to encourage you to seek the help that you need. It's there. And um, certainly if you're just starting with reading, start with reading this book, Dodging Energy Vampires. And um, I'm interviewing someone who, well, uh, whatever, you know, I'm not going to start pitching future episodes. This topic will be coming up a lot on this show. And, uh, and there's a page on my website, which is amyloftus.com forward slash portal. And there's a lot of resources there too. scroll all the way to the bottom and for a reading list. And, um, yeah, this is the exception. So your marriage is a form of activism unless you are married to a cluster B. It's that simple. And discernment is imperative at the, in this moment, if you're, if you're concerned, if you are someone's supply because they don't have source supply of their own of some kind, it doesn't have to be your spiritual practice or your religion, but do they have a connection with something higher? That's your first indicator of whether or not you are someone's supply. A human being cannot be the supply for another human being without falling ill to that. We cannot create in another soul's life. We cannot be another soul's supply. If you listen to 440 Hertz pop radio all day, you'll be listening to a bunch of people who are convincing you that other people are your supply, but they're not. They're not. They can't be. And this is all part of what we are at this moment in time embodying. We can't, we cannot continue. Humanity cannot continue unless we embody source, unless we embody our connection to God. And, you know, I may at some point, but it's just too private and personal for me to discuss mine. I just, I'll just say that it's alive and I'm accountable to, I'm accountable to God. And that, that I believe that that is what's necessary for humanity to survive and thrive. And so this is one mechanism or one area where that is coming to light for some, for some people through their marriage. So either your marriage is built on a bedrock of core shared values 
and there is freedom to talk, trust, feel, and negotiate within that entity of your marriage, either there's that or there isn't. And if there isn't, then do this work and find out how serious it is and find out the steps that you need to begin to take for your wholeness, wellness, health, and sanity. I want to thank the person that commented. It's interesting. I think I, maybe a couple of hours later after the comment, uh, woke up and thought, I need to do a part two. And then I connected with Dr. Chris, who wrote this book this morning, and and uh, she happened to mention the same thing because she heard part one and gave me a little nudge on it. And this stuff is really important. So I hear you. I see you. I thank you for your comment. I thank you for taking the time to write that and to represent for any other listeners that are in that situation too. And if you're hearing this, um, maybe you can connect with that listener if she wants to do that. All you have to do is look in the comments on Podbean and you'll find it. So <clears throat> I think that's it. There, There's my part two, y'all. There's my big old disclaimer. It's more than a disclaimer. Uh, it needs to be said and clarified. I thank you for listening. I wish you deep breaths, abiding, steadfast faith in all that is good. And, and just a really nice day. I wish you a really nice day. Thanks for listening. We are home when we're together. I am home when I'm with you. That's a feeling that you just can't fake when you know the truth. We feel alive We are home